welcome to Mousecat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got boys, I've got Sharpies. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Good. Doing all right? Doing all right? How are you? I am fine. You know, hey. you cut me off. Sorry. I barely got Steve out of my mouth, mm, you and you're like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. And I get to say howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going, Lisa? It's going well. Not too bad. All right. We're going to have some fun. I mean, we always our, have fun. Our fun is going to be blossoming and mm-hmm. blooming. Oh, my gosh. And just be all sorts of fragrant. I, one of my you f- planned this. One of my favorite festivals. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> the funny thing is Lisa always ribs Steve about coming home from the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival and being a holy terror in the yard. Oh, it's so much fun. Oh, my gosh. With, with new projects. I know. I'm surprised you haven't become like a professional topiary. Uh, so that would be fun. Trimmer, Steve. That Like, that's. It would be cool. Sharpie, are you aware of his latest? Um, yeah, we talked about it on one of the shows. The 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 koi pond. My koi, no, oh, no. Which, oh oh my other my other your thing, other new my thing. other thing that I want to do, but I haven't started because I want to finish the koi pond. But I I I I, uh, I just well, just start shaking your head now. I want to do like like a tiki themed room. Save me now. Uh, an outdoor tiki themed room. Uh, well, I want an to indoor tiki probably tiki indoor. Room. Where are you gonna put it? I don't know. We're not gonna figure this all out. I haven't thought that far ahead. You know, there are a lot but of the, themes that I like at Disney, but having a tiki room, it's got I like, mean, are you thinking birds? Is it just a tiki carvings. room or is it a tiki, 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 tiki room? Well, it's, it could be. Well, it's <laughs> I like similar, the latter. Like, like a tiki bar, but more of just a space where you could have like a place to hang out. I don't know. Just kind of that. Are we talking Trader Sam's Kind of like here? a Trader Sam's. I'm thinking Trader Sam's. Yeah, like and, a Trader Sam's themed kind of feel. Do you know we don't entertain? Yeah, so I don't anyone. Know. I mean, we hardly entertain ourselves. That's true. We could entertain, but you're very entertaining. Oh, well, thank so you. anyway, <laughs> so yeah, every I just time, like the lighting and the. Every time I catch him watching TV, oh, there's a lot. Alone, of, there's a lot of. Uh, he's watching something about how to build your own tiki. There's a lot of cool uh, YouTube YouTube stuff on uh, tiki bars. And I'm all amazed that. at how much. A lot. Information there is on there's like a whole tiki. There's a whole underground. Well, it's very similar to the Disney fans. Everybody who likes Disney is it on the black web or something. Loves loves tiki Dark stuff. Web. It's kind of the same group of people. Uh. T- tiki Disney. is a very popular aesthetic right now. Yeah, it's and, cool. and I have to say, I think a lot of it is because is because of Disney. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I think a lot of people grew up and. uh did the tiki room over at Walt Disney World's tiki room mm. and they remember it as a kid. And so it seems like there's a group of people that like the haunted mansion pirates, well, uh, every ride the tiki has its room. Following. And then they, and they all like that kind of mid century modern style and the escapism of the tiki room or building a tiki bar. Are you going like through that. things? So anyways, is life getting to you? That's it. This I'm going to go South Pacific. I'm going to go to my, uh, Tiki room. So anyway, seriously, where are you going to put this? Oh, I don't know. If he gets in trouble, Steve, go to your tiki room. That's right. <laughs> so I don't know, but that, I've been watching a lot of tiki room videos. But I'm trying to finish the koi pond, which I actually spent the majority of the week weekend working on, and it's it's a lot. Uh, I went through I don't know twenty 
Bags. Are you having so, to carve out time for it? Steve? Yes, twenty bags of cement this weekend, probably that I. Mixed. Oh my gosh! So that's yeah. Another, he was complaining a lot. Another twenty bags down. I had to carry all these, and then I had to mix them by yeah. hand. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a good workout. It is definitely just a good word workout. to the wise, Steve. Go to Harbor Freight and get. Oh, I know a cement, a cement mixer. mixer. Well, I'm too close. I'm too close now. Actually, that would have been a good idea in the beginning. Um. He had a cement mixer a couple of years ago. I had one for when I used to do this originally for the other house. And that was a good investment. It's a great upper body workout though. Yeah. It's horrible. A lot of work, but, uh, but the weather was nice. So it wasn't too bad. Is it really cementing your love of a backyard pond? It is. It is Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to go to the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. It just started and it, and it goes all the way till July 4th, July 4th. I, I have to say that a lot of their wow, that's flowers and gardens are going to be torched by July. Yeah. 4th. That's, that's a good tip in too. The, in, the, in the Florida heat. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. Like if you want to see it when it looks great now early, well, not the first week, cause you got to wait for things to, to grow a little bit. And, and end of April, in. beginning of May yeah. is it will be peak. Yeah. Peak season for everything that will look fresh and yep. nice, yep. but also grown in. Yep. That's a good point. And then if you're going later, if you go early, it still looks great, but it's, you know, it's newly planted. And then if you go late, boy, it's hot. And the, you can tell that stuff is starting to, to fade out near the end there. Um, but it's still a great festival. It's the long, I think it's the longest festival that runs, maybe. This is the longest festival they've ever done. Yeah, it's a long time. March, April, mm. May, June, all the way uh, into the beginning of July. July. Yeah. So. But all know. the festivals are getting longer. Yep. As evidenced by the permanent additions of food booths around Epcot. So you're starting to see more and more permanent food booths built uh, to accommodate the different festivals that are being offered. So. Yeah, which is nice. It's fun. Which is definitely nice. The, it adds a totally different flavor to Epcot. Yes. So I'm gonna actually go this weekend and I'm gonna take Brooke and we're gonna just we're gonna drive down, go and drive back. So we're gonna just do a one day hit and run of the festival. So I'll let you know how it is. But that's hard. I, I know, hats off to you on the, that. The, yeah, it's you should at least overnight it, Steve. Yeah, we spend the night Saturday okay. night, and then we just get up Sunday morning and drive back. Because then we got to be back, and it, by the time you get up and drive back, you get back at seven or eight o'clock at night. So, Ooh. the toperaries look pretty cool. I'm looking at the list of toperaries. I always laugh how Steve says that word. Toper, what, how do you say it? Topiary. Topiaries. Topiary. That's true. Topiary. Topiary. Yes. Oh, Steve. But when they used to have them, because I remember the original ones, they were like, just like moss filled wire structures with, with like little vines growing on them. And you would be like, oh, I think that's a princess. You know what I mean? It was like, you could kind of yeah. tell like, oh, that's an elephant. And then they, they just, now they're like, they look exactly like the characters because they use like bark and moss and certain they grind up i guess some of the plants to make paint colors out of them and then they paint certain parts of them or 
So now they look exactly like the characters. So it's a, it's pretty amazing. I remember touring the horticultural services facility over oh, by the yeah. animal kingdom yep. and getting to see all of that. Uh, and I believe if memory serves me correctly, I think we did that tour in December uh, and they had just started infilling all of the new topiaries for that season's flower and garden festival. Of course, because it was a backstage tour, we weren't allowed to take photos of it, but whenever all of the photos for that season's flower and garden festival came out, we're like, Oh, we saw that growing and growing in the, (laughs) they used to have growing backstage. Now they used to have them, I think, and I might could be wrong because it was a long time ago. I thought they had them at uh, MGM on the back lot or backstage tour. Like you would go through the sewing, you know, the costuming area and then, off to the right, they would have some of them sitting out there. I thought, huh. but I don't remember. It's been so long ago. But that's cool. Yeah, they've got a ton of them here. Like Anna and Elsa, uh, Pandas, Buzz Lightyear was over by Mission Space. Always a Minnie and Mickey. Yep. They've got Woody Bo Peep and her sheep over by the Land Pavilion. Uh, I know they have the Seven Dwarves. Those are always popular. And Snow White and all seven dwarves. Um, so yeah, they've got a ton of them. The other thing that's cool is they got a bunch of gardens. And I don't know, I'm assuming these are small, and I haven't seen much on these. I've seen this one, which is new this year, which is kind of it's over by uh the World Showcase Bridge. So Sensi is sponsoring it and it's blossoms of fragrance. So it's kind of gardens, but then they have their Sensi sense intermixed with the garden flower experience. And and Scentsy is now an official Walt Disney World sponsor. Hmm. I like Scentsy. Well, and they've got the partnership. They just, you know what came out today? (laughs) What? So they have the warmers where you put the wax bars. Oh, I saw this. The castle. The castle. How do you guys know this? I saw it on my TikTok. You guys are funny. I saw the castle one. Did you order one? No, but it made me remember, it made me think like, this is an amazing idea because when, we had those senses because everybody was selling them years ago and you had a warmer. The warmer was just a rectangular blob. And then finally someone like the popcorn buckets decided, Oh, we could make these into collectible things, the warmers, and then sell them for a ton of money. Yeah. That's, They've got, um, Dumbo. are they selling the warmers in the park? I don't know if they're selling them in the park, but they should be. And if they're, but just as a, an idea for Sensi, it's a, it's great because now, instead of just selling the scents, everybody wants the the new warmer. This one's limited to this. This one's a castle. This one's Mickey Mouse. This one's whatever. And they're all unique and different and people collect them. So now you, you just increased your your well, business by crazy I looked at much. it today. And so the, the, the castle? actual melt. Yeah, the castle. Uh-huh. And so the melty part where you put it in, uh-huh. um, the bottom of that tray is um, the 50th anniversary Oh, I'll see. Then you get all that. And it's all, you know, how much is it? It's 125. See, there you go. Now they're making a ton of money on warmers where that was just kind of a thing that you needed to melt the scents in before. We still have one upstairs. It used to be like 15 or $20 just for a normal blah one. Yeah. It's just a light bulb in a, in a square ceramic thing. So yeah. So since he has a booth, I don't know, it's not a booth, but whatever. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, off repellents. 
over by World Discovery has a little kind of outdoor area. I saw pictures of this and this looks kind of cool too because they've got like different like backyard ideas like planting in containers and kind of how to make like different outdoor relaxing spaces. Um, and they've got a bunch of different examples. They have those floating gardens, which are always cool. It's always a great photo. The floating garden, the monorail yeah, those, going over. Those are everywhere. I mean, the photos are everywhere. Um, and then all the 50th anniversary blossoms. Um, someone told me that some of the flowers are iridescent. I don't know if that's true or not. Could be. Butterfly house. I love the butterfly house. This year it's Bambi's butterfly house, which I don't which think is it, cool. Which I don't think it ever was before. I don't think it has been. The butterfly no, house it, is awesome. It was sponsored by. Oh, there you go. Somebody who used to sponsor it. Gosh. Um, oh, wasn't it? Um, those little cheese balls. Oh, it was like a applesaucey in a pocket thing, wasn't it? When you walked out of one of those things, they gave you one of those. Go- yeah. Gogurt thing or whatever. One of those. I'm picturing those little um, round cheese things. Oh, um, the baby bell. Yeah. Baby bell cheese. I don't know. So, well, that's, no, that's why I the sponsor is no longer sponsoring it because nobody else can remember who it was. Like, oh, that was a lot. That was, that was a hundred thousand dollars well spent. Nobody remembers that we even were part of that butterfly house. Hmm. Now, see, now I'm now I'm I thought it was. I it. thought they had those little applesauce like baby food packets that all the kids love. And you, who know? I don't remember the pouches. Yeah, I, but that was. I remember them that in that general area, at one point, but uh, they might not have been the sponsor. Hmm. We'll find it. I'm sure we'll find it on the internet before we're done. Uh, the Honey Bistro. It's kind of like learning. sponsored by the Honey Advisory Board. There you go. Everything uh, uh, in that food kitchen has a little bit of honey in it. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see here. What else is there? So I I don't know if this is always there because I feel like they you know they're touting the Mexican Pavilion has a tropical rainforest garden, but off to the right of the Mexican Pavilion is kind of a tropical rainforest area all year long anyway. So I don't know if that's the same thing. Uh, or not. So I'll have to check that out when I get there. Hey, Steve. Uh-huh. Go-Go Big Squeeze. It, well, all right. So it was the Go-Go thingy. That's who sponsored it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the fruit pouchy things. Yeah. There we go. Rad raspberry. I thought I remembered those. See? Although it didn't make me want to buy them. But I guess it gives you exposure. Uh, they also have Extraordinary Orchids, a garden over in the Mexican Pavilion. Uh, bromeliads are over by the land pavilion. They have a garden there, Chinese garden, a Zodiac garden over at the China pavilion, as well as a bamboo garden, which I will have to check out. Variety of you know, colors. I didn't like the bamboo garden at first. Oh, but it grew boy. on me. I, I knew, I knew I had to wait for <laughs> the pun. <laughs> I love all of the uh, bonsai trees. Oh, yeah. Japan has a bonsai collection. And a Coco, I don't even know how you say this. Koki Dima Garden? K-O-K-E-D-E-M-A. Fresh expressions of Japanese art in a tranquil garden. Uh, All right. 
there's an Alpine miniature garden over at the uh, Germany pavilion. I saw some photos of that earlier. That looks kind of cool. I think there's a couple little hidden things in there too. So I'll have to find those. Spice garden over at Morocco. It's Japanese for moss ball, Steve. Oh, is that what that oh. is? Style of potting up plants in a ball of moss and displaying them in a dish or suspended in the air. Okay. Kokidama. Kokidama. We'll have to check that out. Uh, there's a new garden over at France, which is a kind of a okay garden of fresh cut flowers, I think. And th they used to have a, uh, in oh, years past, they had a, uh, a, a perfume garden. Hmm. It was all the different scents that you would find in perfumes. Oh, that's a good idea. That, that was, that was a cool one. Uh, UK has an English tea garden which makes sense as well as a Shakespearean garden over at the UK pavilion. And there's a prehistoric garden over at mission space. Plants I wonder if the, the twinnings teapot will be out for you to photograph this year, Steve, you know, I love I that. I saw that recently when I thought I saw that during, when was the last time I was there? Food and wine, uh, food I think. And, yeah. Oh yeah. We were walking by it. Well, art festival. Maybe I was, maybe it was there during the art festival. I think it was. Cause you weren't at the art festival, right? It was just Brooke and I. But I thought you saw it with me. So it might have been before that. Might have been. When we were there. Yeah, it must have been Food and Wine. We were there for Harmonious when that first came out. It must have been right around then. So, yeah. And then uh, there's a little playground area featuring Wally uh, over at World Discovery. And those playgrounds are pretty cool, too. There's also scavenger hunts for kids. Oh, yeah. There's with, other, uh, interact other interactive experiences. Spike. I think Spike Sp the bee. Spike is what perfect name for a bee. Uh, so basically, how those work, they have one at every event. So it's basically ten dollars. You get a map. Brooke and I did it at the art festival with Figment, and uh, it's a great way because then your kids are engaged and they want to go from pavilion to pavilion with you because they're looking for Figment or Spike or Easter eggs or whatever the current theme is. Uh, so for Spike, I think you have to find the plant that he's close to and then find that plant sticker and stick it on the map. And then when you're done and you do all of them, you get a prize at one of the two uh, uh, kind of gift shop areas at the front of World Showcase. So those are cool. One of one of those, which I, I, I have a life goal to live <laughs> at a street address of Pineapple Promenade. I don't know how that's going to work out unless you own a really big piece of property. Number 305, Pineapple Promenade. 305 Pineapple Promenade? Seek that out as an address. Well, that's well, that's something we did not talk about, which we'll have to talk about on a future show, is Disney's venture into this uh, community mm. uh, real estate thing. with Living, living communities. Yeah, and uh, how that will work out, but. That could happen. They tried there. that once before. They did. Cough, cough celebration. Well, but <laughs> yeah. everything they do seriously turns to gold, so it'll work. I don't know. We'll I don't to, know. I know. We'll have to talk about it because there's a lot of, it's. I think this one's different the way it's structured. All right. So what else we got here? We did topiaries. We did kind of the kids stuff. Um, merchandise. If you love Orange Bird, this is your, this is your event. So spirit jerseys, hats, mugs, gardening items. 
And there's a lot more focus this year. I, I know they've done it in the past, mm-hmm. but it, it continues to grow. But there's a lot more focus on specific dietary. Oh, yeah. Whether it be food allergies or 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 personal choice of 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 avoiding gluten or, or uh, avoiding things that contain wheat or, or, or glutinous products, uh, but also with things that are specifically plant based. Um, they're made without animal meat, dairy, eggs, uh, and, and also even without honey, uh, which I, it's a, a little bit ironic that, that you can get honey free things when the, a, a large, uh, signature sponsor of the festival is the national honey board. Yes. So, so pretty speaking sticky of the situation. Merchan- speaking of the merchandise, that orange bird spirit Jersey, mm-hmm. if you see one. You know, I'm here. You want one? I might. Mother's Day's coming. What size? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't help. What do you want me to get? That's the only oh. thing that I saw pictures of today. Steve. I was watching some videos today, and they had the spirit jersey, and it's the only thing that had no prices on them. Like, when they look at them, the ta- you know, where the prices, they're all ripped off. So I have no idea what they cost. You know, that's something that's also missing. Hmm. from the festival passport this year yes. are prices on the items oh. on the food items. Normally hmm. they will have all of the food items priced out. So as you wander around the festival, you, you can, can know exactly what you're getting in line and how much you're going to pay. Um, I think that's a, a greater sign of high fluctuation in the food market. Supply chain. That's true. The result of the pandemic. I was trying to find the food booth that has the like impossible food, the plant based, and I know there is one. I I can't. Meanwhile, I'm over here eyeing the pineapple promenade with the spicy hot dog Mm. with pineapple chutney and plantain chips. Yeah, that sounds delicious. There's a lot of good beer flights if you like kind of a fruity beer. It looks like this year. Um. Dole Whip with Pineapple Fanta. Yes, please. Oh. Ooh, I like that. I, of course, the the Dole Whip is great, but when you get the Dole Whip with the juice, it's unsweetened pineapple juice, and so it's so tart. Right. I like, yeah, I'm not a fan of of the float. Yeah, I like the idea of the, the pineapple soda. And that's why I really like the pineapple vanilla swirl Dole Whip is because you get the sweet to balance out the tart of the pineapple mm. and it's pineapples and cream. It's quite delicious. You mm. can also get a, a flight of pineapple beer. Oh, you can also get a Dole Whip topped with mango cream liqueur. Which, which pavilion? Where's this? Which one is this one at? That's the pineapple, the pineapple promenade. The pineapple promenade. All right. I'll have to find that one. That sounds like, I could go for like one of everything there. Oh, I, I, yeah, I love pineapple. So good. The honey peach freeze sounds like something that you would like, Lisa. It's, it's in a souvenir spike the bee sipper cup. Oh, well, you gotta What's oh. in it? Honey and peach. Oh. It's non, non-alcoholic. Carbonated or not? Uh, it is not carbonated. Nice. Oh, so it's right at the beginning too. It's near the port of entry. Mm-hmm. So cool. that's good. So you can start off 
But you can also get a honey peach freeze with blueberry vodka. Now, that has a certain appeal to it. If it was a banana, it would have appeal. Well, I don't know. It sounds very good to me. Well, there's a Dole Whip topped with a mango cream liqueur. That's what I just said. Is that the one? Oh, is that the one you were just saying? (laughs) Sorry, I'm just catching up. He's like drooling over here, not paying attention to anything. And I, oh. And I, so I found your pineapple beer flight, but it doesn't give you the wicked, wicked weed brewing, fresh pressed mango, pineapple and guava wheat ale coming Mm -hmm. out of Nashville, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, all right. You got a lot of cool things. The Italian all fruits, but mostly pineapple. The one thing. So (laughs) 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 yes, exactly. Oh boy. A little Muppet reference there. There we go. Exactly. I did see they have a, they do have a Muppet. They have a Miss Piggy and a, a Kermit the Frog uh, this year. Topiary. So, yes. So I'll have to check them out. And then, I, and Spaceship Earth has its own little light show, just like they did for the art festival. Um, so I'll have to see what music that is too and how that does. So that could be cool. How does this sound to you? Mm. It's over at the Cider House in UK, uh, a BLT scone with applewood smoked bacon, sun-dried tomatoes, and basil. Mm. Sounds pretty tasty. It does sound good, as long as it's not dry. It's like a like a fresh, like a fresh kind of BLT. It does sound pretty good. Fresh take on a BLT, but it's not really a BLT. Yeah, all of a scone. I don't know. All of these uh, events have turned into definitely food events, but that's that's a nice uh, it's a nice way to make your way around the world showcase. And it's really cool. I I think, and this is something that that I've noticed over probably the last like three to five years, is they're doing a lot more uh, showcasing a lot more regional items from around the country. Mm-hmm. So you f- find find a lot of things from a lot of different breweries. Find a thing, a lot of things from 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 different uh, vineyards, uh, especially food and wine festival. You see a lot more, lot more of the the specific wines. But yeah, mm. it it all sounds very good. Like the Collective Arts Brewing Blueberry Fruit Beer from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. That can be found over at the Northern Bloom. So those are always good if you get a flight because then you kind of sample them and you can see which one of these weird. Uh, craft beers you really want to get the full version of later. How how does this sound? A griddled maple pound cake mm. with warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato. Mm. That uh, sounds pretty enticing. Like, that, I, w- I would eat that. A l- it sounds a little strange. <laughs> well, I don't know like if I've sweet ever corn gelato. So sweet corn gelato it, sounds a little pretty pretty good. That's a uh, I did have lobster ice cream in Boston on the Disney cruise. Um, not great. <laughs> so sweet corn gelato, although it's, what, what, it's delicious comparatively speaking. Is, well, it if anyone like can get a picture of that that turns out, <laughs> I, I just hope that your photos aren't grainy. Mm, I don't know. That was a pun, Steve. I know. Okay. What was the, or was that a little too corny for you, Steve? It was. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> 
Oh my the only thing we were talking about this before when I was looking at some of these menu items at the actual event, and I'm like, is that the Disney dining plan credit sign next to this item? And I was like, that's a five dollar item. That's an eight dollar item, and it's on a and it's a dining credit. And then I'm like, well, there's no dining plan. There are no dining plans right now. So, so then, why why are they advertising that it's available for a snack credit? Yeah, if there are no dining plans. So I don't. So that makes so. Does that mean since this runs till July 4th that the dining plan will be back and active before the event is over? Or does that mean people are, they were the artists and the designers who designed these signs were just lazy or that people, they were just, they didn't bother to remove them from previous years? I don't know. But it's really odd to me that I'm, and I'm like, let me pause this video. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, yeah, that's the symbol right there. <laughs> so I don't understand why it's there. And, and it's like a great deal on some of them because some of these items were like eight bucks. I remember it used to be like, if it's five bucks, that's a great deal. That's a great use for a dining credit uh, instead of $2 for a water. Yeah. But, the the <laughs> snack credits were typically yeah. $5 and under. Yeah. It was and it like, had to be single serve. Yeah. And now some of these are eight or $10 and then they'll have the little snack credit symbol next to it. So it's very odd. I don't know why they're there. So. Now, this is at the booth over in France. Mm -hmm. This is a caramelized beignet. Oh, I saw this. Filled with vanilla cream mm -hmm. and then glazed with a caramel sauce. Yeah, it looks like it's got like they. That sounds delicious. It's like a donut that they put like uh, the hard sugary creme brulee on the top. Right. Um, And then it's got. Although it's cold and I thought maybe it would be better if it was warm. But uh, the Mexican pavilion, I saw a lot of people and I can't pronounce any of these things. At the Mexican <laughs> Pavilion, but they—I don't know—they—they they didn't seem like a, a great value they, for for the money. So I, I don't know; it might be a pass. And same with the Italian Pavilion. The Italian Pavilion is the most expensive of, of all of them. There's like an I. There's like four raviolis for like thirteen or fourteen dollars at the Italian Pavilion. I just don't understand. They have to be really, really good. How much is it? I think it was $14. What kind of ravioli? Is it like cheese or is it lobster? No, it's, uh, I think it's a sweet. Uh, is it a fried ravioli? No, let's see. Let's find it on the, on the list here. But I believe it was like a sweet sausage on the inside. Italian pavilion. So they've got ravioli, sweet sausage ravioli with sweet corn, spring vegetables, and a cream sauce. Um. And it was $13 last year, and I believe it's up to $14 this year. And, I, and you get four of them. I'm like, that's a lot of money. Well, but some raviolis are like an inch and a half square, uh, and some are like right. two Wait. inches squared. Yeah, like a, like a two-inch circle. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, maybe. And this other thing, this risotto balls, you get four of those, and they were almost, I think they were a dollar less. So the the arancini? Yeah, so those were 13 bucks on what I was looking at for four risotto balls. So the the Italian pavilion, maybe the food quality is amazing because those two dishes is like $27. The Italian <laughs> booth at almost all of the festivals always has a line. Yeah, it does, though, too. And so it must I be think good. it's because people 
are more likely to try Italian food because it's familiar to them. Maybe. I did see Japan has the, that the fruit sushi. Thought. The fruit sushi thing is back over at Japan. The frushi? Yes. I've never had it, but everybody loves to get it. Maybe it's just because it's the novelty of it. But I did see that that was back as well this year. There's a lot of really great food. I mean, it's. Yeah. And it's not even a food. It's not even the food and wine festival. So it's all these festivals have really, they've really stepped it up. But when you think about it, every food at every festival comes out of a garden or a farm or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here, here's my idea for Epcot's next festival. Uh-oh. I think no they need to have room. a festival of all American states where each state can have their own booth or pavilion. Yeah, that's a good idea. Now they did have a few states in the past. I remember like Florida had a, had something I thought. And then um, I think Hawaii Hawaii had had one. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think if they did regional or if every state could offer. Yeah. Because whenever you, whenever you look back, especially over the last two years, domestic tourism has really taken off. So I think states would be on board to sponsor their own booth if they were allowed to feature travel and tourism, which by the way, my home state of West Virginia Mm -hmm. has hit a lot of the hot destination travel lists. Yeah. Uh, And I think a big reason for that is because of our newest national park, the new river gorge national park. So, okay. People ask me if I've been there and I say, yes, it's gorgeous. <laughs> okay. That was good. I like that. <laughs> that your slogan. That, 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 yeah. You can make, I, I, you can make like t-shirts it. and bumper stickers before someone else does Sharpie for your yeah, new exactly. park, national Come park. Come to West Virginia. It's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> Well, see, the problem is Lauren's not here to, like, be the lion tamer. <laughs> well, there you go. That's true. Where's the whip? Exactly. Get the chair. Hold me back in my pun corner. The only thing we didn't cover is they have the Garden Rocks concert series. We covered this on a previous show. Uh, and we actually went through every band that's playing every night. So you go ahead and, and try to find that, hopefully, if you want to know. But... um. I'm going to be there when, who's playing? Melina Leon, (laughs) which is new, who I have no idea who that is. Out of all these groups that are from like way back when, like I miss Rick Springfield. Uh, Journey was the week before. Uh, Cool and the Gang is uh, March 20th, 21st. Billy, on tour with Billy Joel. Uh, What? Mike. So I can't pronounce it. Somebody who's on tour with Billy Joel is playing one week. Uh, Pointer Sisters. I don't know. There's a bunch of cool, a bunch of cool bands. So I'll let you know whoever I see, because I'm sure Brooke will want to see them. But that's nice. It's included in your admission. You can also do one of these dining packages if you want to get like a guaranteed seating. Uh, which especially for the top name groups, highly, highly recommend the dining package. Yeah. So garden rocks, dining packages, uh, are make sure you get your seat. 
And then uh, I believe there's two show times because I was looking at this from when we're going. I want to say 5.30 was the early one and maybe 8 or 8.30 was the later on the website. It doesn't say, but when I was looking at my, my Disney Experience app, it had that all listed in there. So I think there's two show times for each of them. So we will see. So what is your favorite part of the Flowering Garden Festival, Lisa? Oh, see, Lisa. I like just the flowers. I mean, they're everywhere. And like Steve was saying, like the floating gardens, there's one spot um, as you're going in between uh, World Showcase and Future World, if we're still calling it that, where you can catch the monorail and the lake and this amazing view of flowers. Yeah. That you pan- guys know exactly yeah, what I'm saying. The panoramic. It's like the perfect photo. Yeah. It's like a quilt. Yeah, it's it's on the amazing. Bank That's the, my favorite. The, that to me yeah. is flower and garden. And it looks amazing this year because they've got the 50th anniversary um, logo kind of integrated into the flowers. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. And I think I, I have a close ahead, second. Lisa. I have to finish with, with my second because the topiaries have always been my favorite because they had topiaries back when the park opened. And like you were saying, they weren't so great back then. But that to me is a Disney thing. And they've definitely improved over the years. But I remember years ago, uh, 10 maybe, and they had some topiaries and the incorporation of pollen or, you know, moss or little things to help color different parts. They made it, it was just a from one year to the next. It went from just. Oh, that's cool. Branches and bushes to, oh my gosh, that's Belle or something like that. So, um, and uh, like you said, I think you said that yeah, the, with all the, the progression the paint over the years. that they can make out of organic material, they're using that more. And it counts in a topiary to be 100% organic. But I, I remember when they made that switch and they first incorporated like moss. I'm like, wow, that's that's smart. That's amazing. And it made it just made such a difference. It was cool. Yeah, like the lion's mane on Simba or something. Yeah. It was super cool how they added in yeah. different plants. Love it. What's one topiary that you remember that used to be in the Magic Kingdom, Lisa? Uh, Dancing Hippos. Oh, there's only one left that I even know of. Yep. Do you know which one it is? The Loch Ness monster-looking yes. dragonish yep. kind of. Yep. yep, that's the only one that I know that's left. There's maybe there's some others, yep. but they used to have a bunch of topi- topiaries, topiaries <laughs> around uh, the hub, and then when they remodeled that whole yep. hub area, a lot of them went away. Yeah, that's true. But that's where they all lived, and then the only one that was left is the Loch Ness monster. Um, I'm sure Which that's is, supposed to be like the um, the dragon it's down in, by the water in the um, it's like a, electric the water pageant. Oh yeah, Main Street. Oh yeah, the, the electric water, water pageant. Yeah, the thing. water pageant at night. It looks exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the sea serpent. Yes. Yeah. But I remember the um, the hippo from Fantasia. Yep. That's one. I remember that ones. one when I was a kid. Yes. Yeah. A lot of them are gone. Yeah. So this is their time to shine at this festival. They all come back out. Yeah. I'd love to see some old school topiaries though, just because they could 
without all the the cool stuff that they're doing to make them colorful and such, just a straight topiary well, yeah, it was very... by original definition. Just because I think they could do so much with it today yeah. versus well, in the 40, back when you would watch ago. the back lot tour, I mean they were very basic. They were um like uh, rebar for the main structure, and then they used chicken wire and just mm-hmm. moss, like Spanish moss or not Spanish moss, whatever that brown moss is. Uh, on the inside and they wet it down and then they get that small, small leafed vine that grows on it. And then it just takes time and patience and maintaining it. And they get the basic form, but that's all they used to be was kind of that basic idea. Now they're high tech. Pretty soon they'll, they'll be moving. They'll make them uh audio animatronic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, I remember when they didn't move. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the next five and ten years brings. I don't know. I, the thing that I used to love, which I don't think they, which they really don't do anymore, is um, they would have vendors there that had really cool hydroponic systems or things like that, that you, for home, like a smaller setup for outside. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and they would be showing different ways of growing vegetables or things. And then they would be available that, you know, these were things that you could, instead of like the futuristic things in the land pavilion, it's like, Oh, here's an actual version that you can purchase at home. So you could kind of see different ways. Hydroponic growing for yourself. Yeah. So there was cool demos of that, which I haven't seen in years. Um, what was the, the plant cutting that you bought Lisa? Was it? Oh, plumeria. Yeah. Plumeria. Oh yeah. We have plumerias. We have them for, uh, it's been 20 years. They've been growing. Well, no. Or more. A couple more, yeah, because we did get one on our honeymoon. Yeah, so it's been a long time. We have them in the garage now overwintering, and then they'll come out in a couple, yeah. you know, in a month. They smell so nice. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, well, they you know, it's so funny because amazing. some smell and some don't. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we have the, the white and yellow smell. Really good. Oh, amazing. Yeah. But then we they're have- They're so some, pretty. Yes. But then the pink Flowers ones. So we have some pink or red ones. That um, they don't smell. They don't smell as much. Uh-uh. But the yellow and white ones we have. Are, Literally, we've really had good. the pink ones for two years. And there was one pink one that I smelled. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it smells. There was one pink one. So I don't know why, but it was weird. We've had luck with certain ones and not luck with others. Yeah, we try. I mean, the, the easiest ones for us to grow here in, in Georgia, North Georgia is the the white ones with a little bit of uh yellow accent to them. Yeah, they're really pretty. Oh, they're so good. They're they're awesome. And and the scent isn't overpowering. Mm-mm. No, it's really nice. No. Like Asiatic lilies, they can be a little overpowering, but plumeria just has such a nice fresh yeah. floral scent to it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm typically not a fan of floral scents. Okay. I usually think they stink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so that's it yeah that's flower it. and garden festival if you can go go early yeah go in like uh let's say end mid to end of march and you got a book get with sharpie or get with lauren to book because like i found a room for just one night and i had to book this like a long time ago and even then i couldn't find the night i wanted i had to like just see when any availability was anywhere to find a, a night for one night. Take uh, what you could get. Yeah, it was awful. So there's not a lot of availability. 
Um, and so, which also brings us to a good point. Like if you want to go anytime this year, you should book now. Don't wait to March to go in March and try to find something because it's near impossible and everything for the rest of the year is booking up very, very quickly. So make your plans, figure out what you want to do. Get with Sharpie or Lauren and uh, go ahead and book Disney Universal. Yeah. Don't kick yourself in the, in the tush later. Yeah, it's um, everybody. There's a lot of pent up demand for travel, for vacations people have put off. And now people are uh, catching up as well as they've been hanging out at home for a long time and they want to get out and a lot. Yeah. And, demand. and Disney has been open and universal has been open and it's still difficult to travel out of the country sort of kind of, uh, and a little challenging with things, although that's cleaning, that's clearing up quickly. So hopefully that'll all be back online without having to have vaccine cards and other things. So, yeah. So give us a call. We'll get you set up. Is that it, Lisa? I think so. Is there some is there some amazing popcorn bucket I have to get or something? I guess not, because no. I would have heard about it. No, there's nothing right now. You don't have figment, and you don't have a replacement. Yet. I guess I have to get the Spike the Bee sipper cup. But yes, you do need to get that. But what we did notice is if you are um, a popcorn bucket collector, if you know about Character Warehouse in Orlando. Oh, we went last week. Yeah, we went and they had holiday um Christmas popcorn buckets, um the Christmas tree popcorn buckets and they also had uh Halloween popcorn mm. buckets. So, if you missed out or if that's something that you want to I don't know what you want to do with them, but they did have them. So, check out Character Warehouse and yeah, we went on the one with the one close to Universal Studios on International Drive. Yeah, that one's in more of a yeah, it's an outlet mall. Outlet, yeah, outlet mall, mall section. The other, there's another you one. You won't on. find Figment. No, you will not. <laughs> you no, will not find Figment sold, anything. They sold out. You will not find but Figment. I think the find of the day uh, there were two. Uh, one was it was a Chewbacca phone case. Or Brooke, Brookie Wookie, you know, that works. Did you give it to her? Yeah, she has it. Oh, cool. But it's fuzzy and it has the belt going across. It's awesome. Oh, that's cool. And the other one was uh, one of the girls we were with loved the submarines. And we did snorkeling at oh, 20, Castaway Leagues. Key. Mm-hmm. And we got to see a sunken submarine. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea mm-hmm. submarine. And she found a t-shirt at uh, Character Warehouse that was uh, 20,000 leagues with a submarine on it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it was like $15. And normally shirts are 25, 30, 35. So. Just stuff. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can get, you can get some good pricing over there. It's still not, oh, yeah. you know, dirt cheap. But they didn't have any um, festival of art stuff. No, none of that. They had um, stuff from the NBA. Oh, uh, that closed. Wow, so that's like a long time ago that that closed. Yeah, they've got that. They had a lot of Christmas pajamas. They had, um, oh, they had stuff from Pirates League and Bibbidi Bobbidi. Oh, because that Pirates Mm -hmm. League closed. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And I mean, you can tell when they have like an entire something that goes down. A lot of Halloween merchandise. And it was really tempting 
but I don't need more stuff. Yeah. Aren't you proud of me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, There comes a point where it's like, okay, I've got enough. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I have to really love it to get it. Yeah. Um, They had, and Brooke ended up buying it. And I didn't even know these things existed, but she got a guitar purse. And it's oh, from uh, it's almost a life size guitar rock and roller coaster. Yeah, but without the neck, mm-hmm. um, little bit of the neck, and it's a purse. And she she died for it. She's like, I have to have it. Um, she also ended That's up. That's a cool find, though. Yeah, she liked it. I'm like, if you really want to use your own money, go for it. And she's like, Yep, absolutely. So that was twenty dollars down from like forty. Um. But it, neat stuff. Uh, I could spend a lot more time in there than I did. You but, spent an hour. Oh, I know what else I got. Mm-hmm. They had some Christmas pet stuff. Oh. They had dishes and they had a harness that came with a warmer jacket for our dog. I got that. Well, this, um, this Christmas, a lot, of, um, a lot of attractions and places... They get merchandise because of shipping issues and whatever. I think a lot of merchandise came in like right before, like, yeah, so yeah, it came in too late or, or even after Christmas. And so they had to liquid, it like instantly went on the liquidation shelves because it, because we had so many issues. Oh, it's just bad timing. Yeah. So, um. So we ended up with a. So there's a lot of good Christmas items. Yeah, it was a harness and jacket built in one. And then there was a shirt, a Christmas shirt. Well, that's and, right. Because I remember around Christmas time, we were in the stores at, and I wanted Walt, at Walt Disney World. And um, I remember just complete sections of the Christmas stores just empty because they didn't have any merchandise. Yeah, they were spreading things out like one ornament yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So their shipment didn't come in. And then the shipment arrives in February or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ends up at the store. Yeah, that's tough. So that's why. Anyway, go to a character warehouse. It's fun. Um, you can get some good deals and some odd things that you've never seen. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, where did this come from? I was hoping that they would have some art festival stuff, but I wonder why it doesn't show up there. Because it was a couple of weeks after the art festival was over. So it must. Well, they do a clearance at it, Disney World. Yeah, it must go somewhere else. Yeah, they've for got a, a while. They have in the past. They've done a big tent where they clearance the merchandise and for people cast members. No, or we've been there. Oh, in the back. Yeah, we um, did for food and wine. Oh yeah, that was so it might behind still Magic be Kingdom. Uh, no, it is. It was at Epcot. Oh, I don't remember this. In uh, you know the um oh, the, Canada the event area? the event tent. Oh, they did stuff there before. Yeah. Hmm. Um. We were there together. I, I, I sort of vaguely remember that. Do you remember sitting around with Ron and Janice, listening to music? We put tables together. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. This is a clearance. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's TMI. So, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, please send us, send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.